Hare Krishna, today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Adiguru Prabhuji on the Everyday Chant Harinam conference call and the topic is where are the important mountains mentioned in Mahabharat are on earth today. So thank you so much Prabhuji for your association. Please take over. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Om Jnana Tamirandrasya Jnana Jnana Sulakaya Chakshirundi Tamila Pratman Sri Guruve Vah. Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Sati Tamila Mutale Samud Kadamayam Zadi Sokadantika. So, this is a very important uh, topic in a way because people think that uh, if we uh, that we will just so Mahabharata and Ramayana contain many historical information a lot of historical information is given in Ramayana and Mahabharata and people think that simply by reading they will understand it in fact, in many circles, in uh, in Iskon also, people think, and I was talking to my Guru Maharaj about it, I told him, also, that they think that uh, any other person who does research from anywhere else is not bona fide, and only when he repeats the words of Prabhupada is bona fide. They also think like that. So what happens is the culture of knowledge stops over there. Parampara also stops over there. And that's how most of the Abrahamic faiths have died out. Chaupad mentions Yavanas have three faiths, Old Testament, New Testament, and Quran. These are three faiths of Yavana. And most of those cultures have died out because of this disease and which has creeped into the Prabhupada's movement also. That's what Prabhupada said is the last word and nothing else. That means there is no development of knowledge. There is no parampara. And uh, so the when when this kind of thing happens, gradually the society declines. So when I was reading Mahabharata, in the beginning of Mahabharata, Yasdev says very clearly, Mahabharata is a book written by Ganesh, spoken by Vyasadev, and it is considered and again repeated by Vasham Payan to Janmajay. Narad Muni is one of the preachers of Mahabharata in the Devaloka. Asita Devala Vyasadev. Asita Devala are the preachers in Pitraloka. Shukadev Goswami is the preacher in the Gandharva Loka. And on human Manusha Loka, it is Vaishampayan. Vaishampayan is also the author of Vijay Veda. So Shukadev Goswami is the same person which also spoke Bhagavad Puran to Parikshit Maharaj. So Mahabharata is studied by him also. So, and some of the English translations of Mahabharata are pathetic because they don't follow the Sanskrit version. 
and uh, so it is the, the culture of knowledge must go on so same vyas dev who also writes personally bhagavat purana is also written spoken mahabharat which is written by ganesh blessed by brahma bhagavat purana is written by vyas dev blessed by narad muni son of brahma so all books are related therefore the topics are related also. but the historical information comes from mahabharat so in mahabharat vyas dev writes if somebody is not connected with the geography of the land then he won't understand dharma of the land because every land has a dharma just like every everything in life dog has a dharma human beings have a dharma everyone has a dharma similarly land has a dharma and mahabharat mentions various mountains some of you may be aware only one mountain go over them and that is important that is a good mountain that is important there is a mountain which is specially connected with Vrindavan, Ascents of Krishna. When Krishna is present on the earth, it doesn't matter whether he is in Vrindavan or Dwarka or anywhere else, is the same Krishna everywhere. Devkinandan Krishna is not different from Dwarka, Dwarka Dish, not different, same person. Or Rukmini Nandan, Rukmini Kriya, not different, same person. Rukma Yithal is the same person as Dwarkadish and is the same person as Devkinandan, same person as Vishwadhanandan. No difference. It's just that Krishna is in different places, in different moods. You cannot say one mood is better than the other. You can accept Krishna as a whole. Same Krishna, when Draupadi is crying for help, runs from Dwarka to Hastinapur, outside Hastinapur, after the second gambling match. Same Krishna, he runs from Dwarka. That means he runs from Junagad, Revatak, all the way to, all the way to, uh, nowadays you call it Aravali hills, Aravali hills. But the name of those hills was was the they are also part of India. But India is far below. But those are also considered part of small ranges over there. Indrakas talks. Same Krishna runs from there. Runs to there. Same Krishna, when he uh, goes to Sandeepanyuni Ashram. So Mahabharata has a lot of references or different mountains, like Meru Parvat. Meru Parvat is in the middle of Jambudvip. Jambudvip is in today, known as Khan Tegri in Mongolia. If you see the map properly, it's right in the middle. It's also in my books also. Pandavas, the famous five. It has a book, it has a 
and uh, and there are other books i've written in that also do there like the one arrow one kill also has a reference so very very powerful mandar meru parvat is known for being as a as a residence of devna which krishna explains to the district also and this is the place from where i got the hill of my yunaga yunaga is a current name previous name was devatak which is north west of prabhasi and dwarka is below that it is exactly on the east of dwarka exactly on the east of dwarka and that revatak parvat now krishna is actually a meru parvat besides is mandara mandarma mountain then mandarachal mandarachal is a mountain range which goes right to the ocean which is very much like the uh east of china right in that ocean because meru parvat is right in the middle of asia the mudi like uh, when the sun's movement is told in mahabharat it is told that the, from the purvi direction of one meru parvat all the way dakshin and comes back and goes from the right of astachal from the west of astachal there is a sun's movement on planet earth so this is how the sun is moving across the globe across this land and this and then when people are uh traveling uh, we will see the planes also suddenly in pacific ocean completely the day changes like uh, you know when you see when you cross a central point in pacific ocean the day changes completely changes like one day is added one day is removed completely because the limit has reached and the same mahabharat mentions about udagiri udagiri mentioned in andes mountain is called udagiri also one is called astachal same mahabharat mentions about himalaya nagashakti different have mountains are mentioned kalakut then satashringa satashringa is above the himalayas above the gandamadan gandamadan mountains are there why is mountains are important gandamadan is the place where vishnu killed narakasura narakasura was killed in gandamadan mountains kalakut and then before that uh, the hemakut kalakut these mountains are there where the kadali one is there is today in uttarakhand where hanuman meets bhim that's in uttarakhand badri kashram is always mentioned there badri kashram gangotri is always there srotra gangotri and the Mansarovar and Kailash are always there, and near the Mainak mountain is Indradhunna Sarovar on the Ishan cone of Kailash. So on the on the 
नॉर्थ ईस्ट ऑफ ईशान नॉर्थ ईस्ट इज द इंद्रदुम्न सरोवर इंद्रदुम्न सरोवर इज ऑन द नॉर्थ ईस्ट ऑफ कैलाश इट कैन नॉट बी मंदार इट हैज टू बी बिफोर मैनाक माउंटेन वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सो दर तिबित इज फिल्ड विद द स्टोरीज ऑफ महाभारत कुबेर मीट द पांडव that is the story in the gandavadan mountain towards the east of badrikashram badrikashram to kailash is a straight line towards the east exactly straight line and you can see kailash very clearly over there not very far between 200 300 mile or mile at much you can see kailash very clearly Because you know, behold, that there is no mountain; it's a valley, and it is mentioned there. Keeping Kailash on the right, you keep going north, and change in Mahabharat. So, when you study the geography mentioned in Mahabharat, you'll be astonished to see how accurate is Mahabharat geographically, even today. Similarly, there is another story. and as a historical point all these things are historical because the names have not changed from treta yuga to dwapar yuga <coughs> valmiki ramayana has the same name like what it is in the mahabharat same name for mountain that is the common knowledge now that it has been changed because the indian government also doesn't know anything indian government also is ignorant about these things somehow the idea has been stuck in the indian government it is the next minister propaganda that is mythology nobody did not call it mythology and i am so shocked that uh, many of the So, Prabhupada, in writings he says that the mythology has destroyed the Vedic culture. In the ninth canto, he says that he writes down. So most of the important points he has written down, so that people, because he knew that some, at some place some people will come to destroy the parampara or to control the parampara. and we can see that very vividly every day uh, and uh, so because when the development of knowledge stops when you stop reading when you stop analyzing then your bhakti also stops over there your bhakti doesn't develop after that after that you cannot be a devotee any longer you become some machine with no emotion but the humanity a human has to grow in knowledge has to grow in realization has to grow in yoga before they can feel complete because everyone's path is different If you cannot say one size fits all everyone is unique everyone is different is never the same like you never expect that a person will be the same like anybody else not possible 
Why not possible? Because that's not the way human is designed. Human is designed to be inquisitive, to question. And unless human questions, the humanity or the human behavior is not attained. You have to question everything, including yourself, every day. But when you when you stop the cultivation of knowledge, when you stop you stop behaving like a human. Because almost when you stop cultivation of knowledge, you stop behaving like a human also. So when you stop behaving like a human, you gradually disappear. Totally disappear. And you lose sight of the immediate reality. And that is a very sad state that is not approved by any of the previous acharyas. So you see many of the places which have, uh, where the cultivation of knowledge stops, parampara also stops also. Because you are not learning anything. You have been told because you need, somebody needs to be controlled. That's exactly happened in all the Brahmic cultures. And gradually people left them in the big numbers. Nobody cares because the culture of knowledge was caused. The moment culture of knowledge disappears, the development also disappears. Progress also disappears. So our shastras are very clear that you have to continuously evolve, continuously develop, continuously progress. And then you will attain the highest destination. So it's a journey. Yoga is a journey. Just like there's no difference between bhakti and yoga in Sanskrit. It's the same thing. Krishna says, he says, Satmat yogi bhavarjana. He does not say, Satmat bhakta bhavarjana. Then he says, Madhbhaktya, Udya Vijika, Tordito. So that means he's treating the word bhakti and yoga as same. Is not differentiated. Of all the yogis who think of me, he does use the word, so he uses the word bhakta and yoga interchangeably. Sometimes he uses bhakta, sometimes he uses yoga. He doesn't make one or the other, he uses either, any, any time uses both the words. So, our process is yoga. Sanskrit word for bhakti is yoga. Yoga complete, yoga has everything. So when you, Krishna uses the word yoga, that means he is also referring to bhakti. So, the Mahabharata has a lot of references about all the mountains, including Astachal, including Mainak, including all the Mandar. These mountains we must have heard many times. When Krishna is saying, I went from, he refers to, he says mountains. And there is a very famous story of Giri Braj, 
So before the Rakshi Yajna, when Krishna goes to meet Yudhishthira, and then Krishna Bhagavan says that in the Giribraj live beautiful city of Giribraj, this Dharatam. And that mountain is in Gaya, in, uh, in Jharkhand. And he visits there, meets Virat son over there. And uh, he meets uh, he meets those people over there. And then he, he talks to them. Uh, he, he informs, again, mountain reference is given. Same Jarasan Mountain, uh, Mountain, with the same name exists in Ramayana also. Where Bhagwan Ram goes to via the he goes south and then doesn't cross the Shona Bhadra but turns back north after crossing Siddhasram where Ishamitra is taking him. And then from there he goes straight up to Mithila after crossing Vishalnagar. Now Vishalnagar is what? Which is Patna on the banks of the city crosses. And goes straight up over there. So all these places are there very accurately. The position is given through mountains. The saying that we, the so Europeans got enlightened in the 16th century or 14th century when they began to loot the world to increase their prosperity. That's where the Abrahamism or Yavanism spread. Same thing, Yavan or Abrahamism is the same thing. You know, in our Shastra, those people are not considered very intelligent because they destroy the world for their ego. They know little, but they don't have tolerance, they don't have compassion, and they gradually destroy themselves. Therefore, most of the very low-quality wars are fought in Europe. People call them, you know, I call them European War One, European War Two. It is not World War. The rest of the people were forced to participate over there. Because they don't know what is to be done, what is not to be done. Asur, Asur, nowadays most of the people in other parts of the world, including India, also follow them. They are called Asur in Shastra. Parvatimcha, Nivitimcha means they do not know what is to be done, that is what is not to be done. That is Asur Vritti. A dharmic person knows exactly what is to be done and what is not to be done. And generally, the land of Dharmic people is called Aryavrat. Aryavrat means the land between Himalaya and Vindhyachal. That is called Aryavrat. And so, the, the point which I am trying to say is that when you start looking at Mahabharata as real, then 
at that time your yog or bhakti painting becomes also real because in bhagavat purana also some of this geographical information is mentioned same information is mentioned because the author is the same vyasdev so vyasdev is also but he has covered the mood of renunciation of narad muni so bhagavat purana makes you automatically detached from family and everything else and gradually you move towards the highest goal of life which is which is attaining the lotus feet of bhagwan and that is called yoga perfection mahabharat also does the same thing but builds the faith through other faith through history that's why more people become devotees of krishna by reading mahabharat because they if everything what is contained in bhagavad purana is also in mahabharat all the past times are there because bhishma dev himself explained that is on the that you face of krishna who is krishna so the so when somebody understands these mountain positions then they understand the extent of the rule of yudhishthir like for example yudhuryodhan informs dhritarashtra that arjun is the same person who has crossed the shadova nadi and went to uttarkuru and went to a place from where the birds come every year to hastinapur like bharatpur is also part of hastinapur kingdom today there is a bird sanctuary there so that phenomena is going since mahabharat time nothing new like nothing has changed on the earth except the names and and everything else is the same because the the vedic historians calculate through the position of mountains nothing has changed rivers have changed path a little bit the shonabhadra nadi in valmiki ramayana has moved north they still flowing in the north northeast direction it flows from southwest to northeast that's how the shonabhadra nadi flows even today so this is the this gives you faith in a way that kedarnath was already there badrinath was already there kailash was already there vindumal sarovar was already there those lakes are still there and those mountains are still there so very striking thing in mahabharata when krishna bhim and arjun go to kill drasan they go to this girigaj mountain which is five peaks one of the name of the peak is chaitrarath and it's a beautiful city established between the mountain and the river shonabhadra is flowing right through it so at that time they don't mention the river shonabhadra that means the river had already changed path and on the east of girigaj is sidhashram 
Siddhashram is the same place where Kapila Muni gave instructions to Devahuti. Kapila Muni is the Vishnu, incarnation of Vishnu, and he perfected Devahuti, which you read in the third canto. Same information. And later on, after giving instructions to her, delivering her, Kapila Muni goes to the place where your Ganga merges with the Kapila Sagar. Today is Bay, Bay of Bengal, but it's called Kapila Sagar. And there he mentions about the uh, there he is doing tapasya and we all know the story how Bhagirath comes and then destroys the tapasya and is almost burnt. Sixty thousand so Maharaj are burnt, sorry. Then Bhagirath delivers them. Bhagirath is a great grandson. Dilip Maharaj Dilip has started the endeavor. And then Bhagirath ended it by bringing Ganga. And from where does he bring Ganga? Again, the mountain. Goes to Kailash, Bindu Mahasara. Then he goes to Gangotri, which is called the Udgam Stal. From Kailash, it comes to Bindu Mahasara, Gangotri. And then he walks down. Comes to Janu Rishi's ashram. And then Janu Rishi considers gulps Ganga entirely in his mouth and then Ganga Bhagirath Muni pleases him he takes it out then since then he's called Janavi daughter of Janurishi you may find these stories very mythological if you do not have Shraddha but this is the if you see the power of these people Great people, great devotee, yogis. Yogis or bhakta is the same thing. Nowadays in the American context, everything is different. But yoga means bhakti. Because you are trying to connect with Ishwar. Ishwar Pranidhan. That is called Kriya Yoga. But it is bhakti. Pranidhan, Ishwar Pranidhan is the main goal of Kriya Yoga. Then you, so we cannot reject any of our previous acharyas. We cannot reject the development of knowledge. Like the things people say, don't listen outside, just listen. No, I always say, absorb the mood of Prabhupada and expand your knowledge. Understand what he was trying to say and then expand your knowledge by reading our Shastra. Our Shastras have to be read. Otherwise, you will become, the parampara will die out on its own. You can already see all the organizations where the growth of knowledge has been stopped, those organizations have perished. Prabhupada himself said it. Prabhupada said, Tomorrow, Iskon may they be there or not there, but my books will be there because that is knowledge. Prabhupada says very clearly, PPT. Prabhupada says, scrutinizingly study my books. And when you scrutinizingly study, then you come across many such instructions. That how, when one point he says, in the Gurukul, all the children must be taught Sanskrit 
and easiest way to begin success is to learn hindi everybody should learn hindi and sometimes we said that you can also learn bengali if you want to understand chaitanya mahaprabhu <coughs> even when chaitanya mahaprabhu was living during his travel to south india he his travels to south india were in the before his he was 24 so very young he was traveling and wherever he went people got inspired by him he traveled across the south india within the karanya south india and every every great rishi has traveled down the karanya karanya is a huge area today it has four or five states jharkhand chatisgarh Madhya Pradesh and Maharashtra, four states are there, and Gujarat also. Some parts of Gujarat. These are the four or five states part of Dandakaranya, and parts of Odisha, parts of Upper Andhra Pradesh and Telangana is included. It's a huge area. Bhagwan Ram travelled over there for ten years. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu crossed it. It's a deep, dense forest. That's where the stories are. When the creepers are are bowing down to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, fruits, monkeys, tigers, lions—they're all dancing. Then your story from there, Krishna Chakravarti Thakur captures it, and also uh, Krishna Kaviraj captures it. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So they, without understanding geography and the position of all the mountains. You will not understand anything. Like Sadev, when he goes south, he reaches Mahendra Parvat. Kishkinda, and then he comes down south exactly. Pandya kings are already there. Pandya kings are in in uh, during Treta Yuga also, and they are also now during Vavara time also. Comes out to Mahendra Parvat, and then from there, Gajotkach jumps to Lanka. So not only Hanuman jumped to Lanka, the Gajotkach also jumps to Lanka. Lanka is not today Sri Lanka, which is mentioned by Bhakti Dantesh Thakur, Shri Prabhupad. Everybody has mentioned the same thing. Our Acharya, Madhav Acharya, Lanka is in the middle of the ocean, Maldives. So the When you study from Mahabharata, then you get more faith in our history, our culture, and because the geography is mentioned, which is already there today also. The science follows the history, rediscover. Like suddenly they found pyramids in Antarctica. Antarctica at one point was a livable place. It was called Patal Loka. Where, so right from uh, Ud Ud Udyachal, which is South America, it goes all the way connects to Patal Loka by land. That is a land travel. If anyone wants to do that. So, so 
the point was the mountains mentioned in mahabharata are still there which are referenced in bhagavad purana also the author is the same and the, and the past times related to those are also covered over there so i will stop here if anyone has any questions or comments please share hare krishna महाभारिमेम्बर ऑल दिस थिंग्स Uh, uh, about mountains of Mahabharata. So when I was reading Mahabharata to research on historicity of Mahabharata, then I found all these names and I got very strikingly. And I was in my books I mentioned with the Google Maps where these mountains are. So I exactly know the position of these mountains. So when you know the position of these mountains, you know how Arjun travelled. How Nakul travelled and how because they all had knowledge of uh, mountains, they were knowing fully where which mountain is and how they can move their large armies. So that's how I got the interest and it was very fascinating for me. So mm-hmm. many times uh, people say, "Oh, we have never attacked anyone." Uh, many Indian politicians say, but that's how they became slaves. Because the Asura are going to attack them in any way, so you have to attack them. So India was safe because uh, Hastinapur's armies were in Kyrgyzstan and Madhya Pradesh. Madhya Pradesh is the Syria, and therefore India was safe because Asura always attack Sanatan Dharma. They will infiltrate. They will do everything possible to destroy it. You know, like now they are destroying the parampara. So that's how I got interested. And in, in three books, I have covered the geography. Three books: Pandavas, the famous five, one arrow, one kill, and this is Shripad Dharma. Hmm. so you mentioned that uh, 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 you can uh, uh, there is a pyramids and uh, uh, in antarctica and people can go from south america to antarctica yeah very easily like if you go to argentina from argentina to south america to antarctica is almost 600 miles only mm. the southern tip of argentina connects with the antarctica And on the other side of Antarctica, which is uh, New Zealand, is around 800 miles from there. So, so not much. 600 miles means uh, one hour of flight. Mm-hmm. But when the oceans were low, then people used to go on boats. You know, ocean level rises, clouds down all the time. At one point, Antarctica was uh, completely green. now it is covered with ice 
But our rishis are very accurate. Rishis, if you see the Bhavan description, that it is a place where Agastamani used to go regularly. So, all that information is there. So, our great rishis were traveling all over the planet Earth, not just based in mm. India. Thank you, Prabhu, for great information. Thank you. Questions, any comments? If no one has any, then one chakal patrubias chair, we must be in the chapel, then a bound in the question.